Welcome everyone to AVA Live Radio. You're listening to The Daily Jacks with your host Jacqueline Jacks. Why Spotify is invested heavily in podcasts. This comes at a time when Spot when Spotify has really been in the news for so much. I mean, we were just covering a story on is Spotify their new discovery mode? another form of pay to play and you know what I'm going to do another episode on that coming up because so many artists weighed in on those on on their opinion on that so we know we've got to do another episode because you guys are really passionate about that topic and so we're going to cover it again for sure but today let's just look a little bit at what's going on and where they're spending their money because they're making billions of dollars off of musicians and certainly not putting that money back into the musicians. So where are they putting it? Well, right now, Spotify just dropped $235 million to acquire podcast platform Megaphone. Why this is important is because it not only shows you what's ahead here with Spotify, but also what's ahead in music, what's ahead in podcasting, what's ahead in the entire area of broadcasting, you know, and entertainment, because this is where it's at online, right? I mean, if you're a musician, if you're a podcaster, if you've got somebody that operates in the podcasting world, the information world, the news world, the music world, it's all covered under this umbrella because Spotify is trying to make themselves such a major player in it. And they have in some senses of the word. I mean, I'm going to tell you some stuff right now that is going to blow your mind about how they have been able to develop a platform, but really on the backs of indie artists, if you think about it, because they started by making this a home for musicians to be able to create a sustainable career, which I still am really upset about because I like Spotify. I really do. We have a podcast on Spotify. We we promote them all the time. But honestly, it just drives me a little crazy that the people who brought them to the table, the people who they originally sold subscriptions against, their content has been underpaid. And so now that they realize that because they're public, they have to keep making more money, they have to keep investing. Instead of investing back into indie artists today, and I remind you, indie artists need it the most right now because that is the group that helps Spotify through content creation. But yet they're being hit so hard by live venues being one of the only ways they used to be able to make money that I think Spotify should be investing back in programs to support indie artists. I really do. Or maybe pay some indie artists more money during this period of time, thus encouraging artists to produce more and put more on the, on the, um, the, on the on the platform. I don't see where that's a bad thing if you have $235 million to invest in another podcasting platform. Okay, so let's get back to this story though. Megaphone is the $235 million deal that Spotify just recently dumped a whole lot of money into. The purpose of Spotify's new investment. It's been known that since uh, 2019, Spotify has been investing deep into podcasting. Now, before 2019, there weren't a lot of listeners in podcasting, right? Just niche audience podcasting. I know that we've been doing this show well over 10 years. So in 2019, we already had a built-in audience because we had been promoting heavily in podcasting. But at that time, we were just 
moving over into Spotify as a result of a purchase they did. So they originally plunged millions of dollars, $500 million into purchasing three platforms to get into the podcast industry. That was Gimlet, Parcast, and Anchor. AVA Live Radio was on Anchor. So all of our content got pushed over to Spotify and we have been giving them our content ever since. So Gimlet and Parcast are both podcast content studios, which have several popular series being produced there. So when they purchased those, they got all those series and they were able to host more original content, thus being able to leverage ads against it. And they get paid more to leverage an ad against a podcast than they do to leverage an ad on the music sites because the music is so much smaller, right? The content is very small. It's two, three, four minutes. So it goes to show you that although they can sell subscriptions to people who want to hear more of their favorite artists on Spotify, it really doesn't map out for the indie artist on Spotify. It's just they allow um, indie artists to go on Spotify. So getting back to podcasts anyway, Gimlet in particular is known for the best in class content and has won several industry awards. Spotify got all that top quality studios content plus studios to manufacture more original content and the people that go with it. So they know their game. And so they're invested there because they wanted more of what they already did well. Anchor is a podcasting platform that provides tools to help creators publish and broadcast productions. So that also had a lot of original podcasts. That's where um, some half of the AVA Live Radio podcast existed. The other half were on Blog Talk Radio, which is where we started. But then we shifted over to Anchor as a result of a partnership that we did with them. And then they took us over to, to Spotify. So that's kind of like long story short. But in addition to the 250,000 podcasts already found on Spotify, and I think ours are maybe 2,000 of that 250,000. That's crazy, right? Most of which are not exclusive to Spotify. The purchase of the podcasting platforms bring fresh content to their lineup of which they can monetize against. So they do pay a small amount to the creators of the podcast, but it's still very small compared to the ad revenue that is leveraged against the podcast if they're doing well. So in a general lease that just came out, the Stockholm-based streaming service indicated that Megaphone will be their next big acquisition, promising the podcast publishers to improve their reach of fine-tuned target audiences based on confirmed ad impressions. Now, this means that the ads that they're going to run against certain podcasts are going to help define where Google search and where what kind of traffic is going to be driven to that podcast because if you have enough, it goes to show if you have enough listening audience that you bring to the table, Spotify helps you leverage those listeners by placing ads. They sell the ads and split the revenue. So in a way, it does help to target audiences, but I'm not really sure because they haven't stated if they're going to bring more audiences and help to feature those podcasts or if it's still the podcasters themselves that are having to bring those audiences and they're going to pay them based on ads they run against. So they said, we're excited to share that. 
Once we come together, we will soon make streaming ad insertion available to podcast publishers on Megaphone. So those are previous podcasts that already exist on Megaphone and the ones from that point on. Spotify's release continues the first time this technology will be made available to third parties. Now, this technology is always already available on Spotify's platform through Anchor FM and the other podcasting platforms that they brought to the table because they had a way to add ad revenue through Anchor FM. So I'm not sure that this is going to matter to the people who are already producing podcasts on the platform or if it's just going to matter mainly to the people coming from Megaphone on the platform. But either way, it shows a really big shift towards podcasting and they continue to invest a lot of coin into it that tells us that it's still driving forward. I know that our numbers are constantly growing. I mean, daily growing. And we still really invest in podcasting. Hey there, how are you guys doing? It's good to see you. I want to say hi to uh, Ghetto and Caramel out there giving me messages right now. And you guys on Twitter, nice to see you there too, as well as my YouTube followers. Hi guys. So should an indie artist, let me let me go through the demographics really quick before you guys ask me the question, should I start a podcast? All right. The demographics of podcast listeners skew younger and wealthier than ever before. All right. So we've always had an audience and we post these stats on our website at avaliveradio.info. Just look for the stats page. We post these stats and always I notice that our average listener makes $100,000 a year or more, which is incredible because the average income is way lower than that. You know that. So podcast listeners, I can agree, make a lot more money as household incomes. 30% of listeners are ages between 12 and 24. 30% though. Nearly half of the listeners make more than $75,000 in annual income. That is totally true because our stats on our website definitely verify that. Speaking of a gold rush in advertising revenue, though, I mean, this is why people are so wanting to advertise against podcasting. And this is why if you're a marketer right now, if you have a product and you didn't think that podcasting was for you, you should rethink that because it is. You can definitely gain what I call attraction marketing, and also exposure for your brand. Because if you have a great brand message, and you run those ads consecutively and consistently on podcasts, then by the seventh time the average listener hears it, you start to be committed to their memory. And if your message is really addicting, or you have a catchy jingle or something like that, it can really work out for you. It's just great branding strategy. Now, the number of Americans listening to podcasts has grown significantly in the past few years. In 2018, 26% of Americans over the age of 12 listen to a podcast at least once a month. This is way bigger than that, though. 26%, they're saying. It's way more than that. Some people listen every single day and to several all day long. Now, this is a big increase over the 17% statistical report for 2015. As of 2020, as of right now, that number has jumped to 75% of Americans are now familiar with podcasting and 37.5% just came in the last three years. 
just came in the last three years. So you can see how things are growing and why even, you know, our podcast has grown so large. It's incredible the reach that we have through podcasting, which blows my mind because can I just jump in there really quick? Because most indie artists are watching YouTube and these YouTube gurus are constantly looking for hits. So they're constantly putting out like how to get more plays on Spotify videos when they should be talking about attraction marketing branding, and how to bring attract people to an indie artist, how to build your brand and how to gain fans. They don't talk about that other than with regards to like, something popular that people might search for, because YouTube is just about the search. So therefore, they can't talk about the real marketing that helps indie artists really move forward. They can only really talk about Instagram marketing, maybe Facebook marketing, but not so much anymore because it's not the most popular platform. Indie artists are getting brainwashed. And so all of the videos on music gurus are surrounding getting Spotify traffic. But the problem with Spotify traffic for music is that it's passive. So most people, and I'm going to keep telling you this, most people listen to the song while they're doing something else. When was the last time you sat there and stared at your phone while you listened to a song on Spotify? or a podcast, you simply don't. You get doing other things and that becomes the background. And I don't wanna call it noise because you're dancing to it, you're enjoying it, you're taking it in, but you're definitely not, this podcast is not promoting indie artists to gain fans from Spotify. They are promoting you to listen and stay on the platform. And any way they can make you do that is their end game because they want to run ads against people listening and show the ad companies that look, we got all these people still there. They're listening. The average person spends this amount of time on there. And you might just literally be playing in a podcast that is floating around someone's home through Amazon Alexa, or like, you know, hey, Google. <laughs> yeah, my Google Home just answered me. So like, this is, this is the thing that they don't talk about. This is what drives me crazy about these people on YouTube that are the marketing gurus. They're always talking about what's popular and not talking about what actually helps people build careers, which is common sense, but it's just not part of the conversation. So getting back to this, to podcasting, because I know you're going to ask me the question of, should I start a podcast? Monthly worldwide podcast listeners have grown by 54% in the last three years, correct? Yes. So now we're looking at 76 million Americans now have a smart speaker in their homes. They're listening passively to podcasts as well as music. And that has grown by 54%. Where does that leave everyone else? It leaves you in a place where catchy commercial products that are audible are king. That's the kind of content that does well on Spotify and does well to serve you on um, the podcast. Should you start your own podcast? Well, let's take a look and like, let's just weigh this out here. So the smart speakers are where everybody's listening to these things and the cell phones. That means that you are not likely to gain subscribers through the Spotify platform. You have to have a fuller strategy than that. You have to have an attraction marketing strategy that gets your face out there, that gets your name out there, and get your message out there. 
So everything that marketers on the advertising side tries to tell you about to build a brand, you must tell your story. That is so, so important. But you also have to look at the point of entry for every single fan that you want to attract. Now, this is where it gets a little hazy because it's a little different for everyone. So say I'm a female singer, songwriter, and music producer. I need to figure out where my fans play and exist with their eyes and their ears, not just one. Now, of course, I'm going to put my, my music on all the streaming platforms because you want the point of entry to your music to be easy. It doesn't mean that that platform is going to be the way you build your fan base, but it definitely makes it easier when you want to share music to someone from anywhere on the internet. So say I am a female singer, songwriter, and producer, and I create a blog or a website where I can keep in touch with people on a daily basis. Now, the reason why I'm not saying social media is because on social media, and this goes for podcasters too, you have what is called reach block. And this means that, that Facebook, who now owns Instagram, is blocking your reach from the people who follow you. So only a small percentage of the people who follow you can see your posts at all. And if they haven't engaged with you in a while, they're not going to see them at all. So it just goes to show you that owning and, and building out your own corner of the universe is king. The second best thing you can do for yourself is get posted by someone else who has an audience. So where AVA Live Radio comes into play and you see it being so well, um, so well taken as a marketing service is because we have these blogs and we have these storytelling pieces like the songwriter stories, the, the um, inspirational content, all of these that go along with podcasts so people can see and hear the message being delivered. And on a page, when you, for instance, go and um, when you, for instance, go and listen to an artist or read one of our stories, like, let me pull you one up here. This is a good thing for you to look at. So we go to one of the stories that we recently wrote about um, either 10 songs you need to release or you need to just release that you need to look at, or for instance, a specific thing, like a specific story about an artist and a song. So this is what it laps out looking like. So now you see face value, something you can read, something you will gain value from, and something that you can listen to. This highlights the artist. It does drive Spotify plays because the Spotify is just the player. But as you can tell, if I were on Spotify's side, I wouldn't know this existed and therefore I would not be able to link to the artist. And I just have to say that when you listen to a playlist or anything on Spotify, you have to click away. So you have to become a really active clicker to seek out the artist's platform on Spotify. And then maybe if they've been good enough to fill out all the information on Spotify and include their social links, you might be able to get to a social link from it. But it is so minimal as far as people taking action to leave Spotify because they want to listen to that next song. So it is not really geared at all to being discovered and it has nothing to do with your music quality. Your music can be awesome. People will enjoy it, listen to it all the way through, save it, add it to a playlist, but it doesn't mean they're going to take the time 
to change up their typical actions on Spotify or Spotify podcasts to go and seek out that podcast host or seek out that that musician. And that's been the block. That's been the big barricade. I'm really glad I got a chance to explain this to you because it's something that I think a lot of con- like people just don't understand the concept of that. They don't understand the point of entry and the barriers that music listeners and also podcast listeners face. So that leaves musicians and podcasts struggling to find a way to connect with their audience. Now, getting back to what we do is we create all of these great blog posts and feature pages to go along with our podcasts and to promote the story behind the songs and the artist. This is called attraction marketing because it is meant not to push content in front of someone by begging them to listen. It's attracting people to it based on the story that resonates with them. So the one you're looking at right now, for those of you who are listening to this on podcast is now is the time to start living your life, dare to dream what could be, and you may just find it. And then it goes on to say, as the song says, dance in the rain instead of waiting on the sun. Do what you can with what you have. It's a positive message that we have all heard but forgotten too often when things are tough. Science has shown that many people, when at the end of their life, regret that they didn't do what they dreamed of when they had the chance. There's nothing worse than the regret in someone's eyes who simply are too old and too tired to do anything about it. That's why we're writing you this letter and offering you a song that may just inspire you to change your day, your month, your year. And then the song's presented and the artist's picture is on it. So now you have this great piece of content that is classically evergreen content that will always appeal to someone going through that emotion, that problem. And this is the song that solves it. Spotify doesn't do that. So if you're just pushing people to Spotify, you don't get the benefit of that. If you're just pushing people to a podcast, they can't see. So you need all of these things in play and you need platforms that already have listeners accepting and wanting more of this. You have to become part of that. Now, going back to your question, which is, should I start my own podcast? Okay, so now there is a value to starting a podcast that plays your music, right? But you're least likely to build an audience just doing that. It's got to be an addition to. Now, what I have found is that the artists that go on Spotify or on all the streaming platforms and launch two things, they launch their music and then they launch podcasts about each song. So it's not really a podcast to compete with podcast features indie artists, podcasts that already have listenership. It's a podcast there to deliver more information in maybe a a medium that's easy for you and has less barrier to entry. So in other words, if, if you were to go on YouTube and do amazing YouTube videos, that is probably the better move to make just because you can turn it additionally into an episode that they can hear on audio, which is a podcast. But you've got your face and your story being told through video, which is very powerful on YouTube. Over time, those videos, if you're good at title searching and marketing them, will get out to people and people will get to know your face and hear your story. Then you can take that audio 
download it onto a podcast and you now have another piece of content that depending on how people like to receive their content, depending on people who like to absorb it in certain ways and also different real estate. Now what AVA Live Radio loves to do is we like to capture real estate for artists. So we've got several places to do that. We have a lot of music blogs and a lot of people that are helping us out, sharing what we have, getting out there on social media and really talking about the different stories, resonating with the different stories and just absorbing what's going on here and really trying to help indie artists get out there, trying to get their stories pushed forward. That's a platform you want to be on because you're going to have less barrier to entry than if you try to do it all yourself. So now we go into this area of do it all yourself or hire the smart way. Hire for somebody who's already doing it every day and already has 10 years of listeners and gain from that rather than bang your head against the wall and try and do it all yourself. Because at the end of the day, the smart musicians know the smart podcasters know you cannot create the content and market the content that takes a team of people. And if you don't have the right team that knows what they're doing, you're going to be paying for a lot of nothing. They're not going to get results, right? Another reason why you want to go with somebody who already gets results. So no matter which way you turn, no matter which way you map it out, it's about creating content, for yourself, creating great content stories around what you have. If you're a musician, you put your music on all streaming sites, you put it on YouTube, you put the story out there on YouTube, you start typing up the story, getting pictures, building out your own universe on a blog, on your website or any blog site that you can constantly drive traffic to, and then you start working with press and marketers to help you get that out there to their already established audiences not promoters that just cold email people. Don't do that. We literally turn them off and we don't even read them. And I don't know any creators that do. I mean, those press releases, nobody opens them. The only thing, the only way that we discover music today is on someone's playlist, on someone else's music curation blog. So the only things that are really going to help any artists are creating these pieces of content, these great pieces of content. You have to get those pieces of content together and get them out yourself to people that you can see and develop a relationship with. And that does not, it just doesn't serve you to cold male people that have no personal relationships with these music curators. So that's the story on Spotify. That's what's having, happening with the podcast world and a lot of what's happening with indie artists as well. So if you're a podcaster, if you're an indie artist, definitely you got the story here at AVA Live Radio. Some great podcasts you want to listen to if you are into podcast is, of course, this one here at AVA Live Radio. We also have one called the Music Marketing Insider that just focuses on music promotion and the changes in the industry. Impact is my personal podcast if you guys like things about the human journey and all that struggle and challenge and the way you get through it. Joe Rogan has a great podcast out there called Experiences, a little male dominated, but I like the conversation. 99 Invisible 
99% invisible by Roman Mars. That thing is produced very well. I love the epic sounds and things that he gets into those podcasts. They're very, very well done. Armchair Expert by Dan Shepard is another great one. Endless fascinating stories with humans and the daily, if you like world news, you want to get it from music journalists or not music journalists, but regular news journalists. That's put out by the New York Times. And Today Explained is a way to understand what's put out on the daily news. So if you're really lost, Vox Media has a podcast out explaining what the daily news is at the end of the day. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this Daily Jacks. I'm going to play some music for you guys next, though. So hang out with me for just a second while we line up some goodies for you because I've got lots of new music that we have just discovered. And you know how we are here. We're always looking to discover even more. So send in your music to AVA Live Radio uh, forward slash airplay. I'm going to pop it up on the screen for you guys if you're listening to this on YouTube. That's avaliveradio.info forward slash airplay. Great way for you to get some music discovered, especially... If you want to work with our press and PR team, that is always a smart move. I highly recommend, even if you don't have music already out um, that's a, a new release, go back and remarket your previous releases. You should always have something, even in a little way, even if it's just a small investment per month, you should always have something out there being marketed and getting getting more fans for you. But please heed my warning and do attraction marketing. Don't just do Spotify plans. I think they're great. They're wonderful for what they are. They're very effective. But I love the attraction marketing plans. I think they're so much more robust and they just amaze me at the way that they really, really do help with things. All right, let's play a song by the Song Taylors. They have a new one out called See You Tomorrow. It's so inspiring. I love this song. I think it's really Side by side There was a change In the tide In the tide Now I live here And you live there Separation is Hard to bear 
Bianca Palamon with Full Moon. It's a full moon tonight and I'm feeling thirsty. Adrenaline's running wild, gotta do something crazy. You orbit the mind and I can't seem to hide what's deep down inside of me.
love Abigail Jerry. She's got such a great voice. And that song, Mind, so easy to listen to. Before that, Bianca Palaman had her song, Full Moon. And then we started off with the song, Taylor's, featuring Dylan Klein. He's so adorable. I love his Instagram page. He does a lot of videos and a lot of um, YouTube uh, like cover songs and stuff on his on his Instagram page. <laughs> He's such a talented, talented young man, for sure. Uh, Ruth is actually the song Taylor's main songwriter, and she gives these amazing opportunities to indie artists. So if you are a singer and you might want to connect with her over on Instagram, look for the song Taylor's. You never know you could be your next singer because she's always creating new songs and looking for somebody to feature them. Sanvi Belwal is up next with Off My Mind, a little obscure song by a brand new artist that is really a good storyteller, actually. So listen closely. Trying to make 
brand new artist we recently discovered. She's got a long way to go, but I think she is such an adorable young talent. And I love to get a hold of just young new talent that is just getting started and really has some promise. And I think that she just needs to find her road, you know, find her path. It's somewhere there, that's for sure. Sleuth has got a new song out as well that I really love. She's so unique. I mean, she's always thinking outside the box of how she can make these things. But you know, I recently found out something about her. She was a performance artist. And I found this out because I was talking to her in um, the DMs and Instagram and I said, you know, every time I listen to your work, I keep thinking there should be some kind of constellation or something, you know, like you should be a performance artist and tie in the music with something visual and something that people can experience on different levels. And she says, well, it's funny you should say that because I actually am a performance artist and here's her song.
That was Sleuth. Now coming up, JB Music, The Perfect Crime. He's got a good one. If you like classic rock, he's definitely your guy. awesome he is he really does it well <laughs> JV he does it well I have to say you know Caramel is in the audience with me today and I'm really excited she's here because we had a great conversation about weighing up the values you know you only got so much time right and you have to think to yourself and I do this every single day okay what am I going to spend time on today am I going to perfect something that I know I need to am I going to do something personally for myself am I going to do something for work am I going to do something for an artist I mean like there's so many choices to make and every single choice leads you down another path so when you talk about you know um maybe getting a little bored, less inspired, thinking maybe I should tackle this today. Maybe I should try this. You hear something, you see something, you read an article, you watch a YouTube video, and then all of a sudden you're like on another path, right? Because you're like, oh, that's a really good idea. Let me jump at that while I have this in my mind and I'm thinking it. That's not always the best thing because I have to say it gets you really confused. So for those of you out there who are indie artists today and you're wondering is this episode a sign that I should quit music and become a podcaster? Definitely don't do it. It takes years to establish a podcast. And by the time I've seen so many artists that I currently work with to promote their music, 
they disappear for a year and they they lose at least a year trying to become a podcast slash musician and the problem is they never release any music once they dive into podcasting it is so the truth now if podcasting is your jam and you no longer want to do music go for it learn everything there is to know about marketing a podcast and then make the decision because it's hard work but if you want to be a musician becoming a podcaster does not equal getting people to listen to your music it's entirely different and like I said before you have to develop you have to have that time to develop your skills as an artist and stay on that journey and you have to make sure that you have the priorities right because every day you get up you've got to go out there and interact with your fans you have to get in the studio and be writing new music recording new music looking at previous tracks identifying with your logo your message your brand loading your content to social media developing your website talking to your audience or your mailing list there's so many things to freaking do that literally if you put one more thing in your head that you don't know about yet and you got to learn it then that wipes out all of the things you should be doing to move yourself forward and that's what really concerns me when artists kind of get in this place where they're a little bit like okay what do I do next you know maybe something you're doing isn't getting the best reaction so you you try and rush in a whole nother direction don't do it you just haven't put in enough time so let's go over to our rap 20 uh, podcast uh, playlist or Spotify playlist because she is on it and Caramel has got a great song out there called Maybelline that I love and she's got some products she just launched a merchandise line there's a few products they're already doing well she says and you know what I love the graffiti line it kills she's got a graffiti bag there's like other items you can get hopefully she'll bring that into all kinds of things like home goods and you know everything as well as yoga because she's really into fitness I think it's such an awesome thing and that's where she should spend her time is developing out products marketing them tying them into the music and just building out that amazing world for this artist because she's so super talented here's Caramel with Maybelline come ride with me
Good job. Good job, Maybelline Caramel. I was trying to move over to Instagram because she I know she's got a picture of that amazing graffiti bag over there. But you see what I mean? You guys saw it firsthand on if you're watching this on YouTube. You saw me. I went, I tried to go to her artist profile. Then I tried to find her on Instagram. I clicked on the Instagram link like 50 million times before it even took me there. It took its sweet time to get there. And then it didn't even log into the app. So like literally, I <laughs> it couldn't make it any harder. I couldn't, by the time somebody does that and then they can't even sign in or get into their app from there, then they're gonna find you, the song's over. And so they're, they're back to Spotify picking the next song. This is why Spotify is letting us down. It's not cool, I don't like it. That's why I always say you got to check and see what's actually happening as a music listener. You can't think like an artist when you're marketing. You got to think like the listener and see what's happening and why they're not able to get, you know, to your desired result. And then you got to change up your marketing plan, which is attraction marketing. You see what I mean? All right. <laughs> I'm preaching, but you know what? I got one more for you guys and then I'm out of here. This is Cuffed Up by small or this is cuffed up is the name of the artist small town kid is the name of the song i love it love you guys thanks for being here if you're still here listening i just so appreciate you thank you so much i will be back again soon Check my persona Bad dreams from a simple place So